Thank you for choosing the Four Seasons Hotel. We hope you're enjoying your stay. Happy Friday! Hello! Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back! Um, right. I would just like to say that my aircon is on, so there's probably going to be some kind of background noise, but too bad. That's not very nice. <laughs> Anyways, right. welcome back. Today we're doing another welcome autumn back. episode. Yes, very exciting. Today I will be the one that is sharing. <laughs> so today we're talking about Gates to Hell. Oh no. I'm so okay, scared. so basically, um, we're going to be talking about three Gates to Hell. Okay. I wanted to talk more, but then as I was doing research, I realized that it was actually taking really long. So I didn't want it to be like a super long thing okay so we're just gonna focus on three okay so i'm sure you guys have heard there have been many many purported gateways to hell scattered around the world okay mm-hmm. so let's start with the origin so legends about gateways to hell started in ancient greco-roman worlds mm. where many stories record mortals entering or being abducted into hell through such gates oh so um various examples that you can find is for example Aeneas entered a cave at the edge of Lake Avernus, or um, Odysseus visited River Acheron in Greece, blah blah blah. But uh, one lesser known one is called Pluto's Gate. So our first such uh, case is actually going to be talking about Pluto's Gate. Okay. Yay! Yay. So uh, <laughs> it's actually a new find. It was found, it was excavated in 2011. Oh, so it was quite recent. Was yes. Only 10 years so, ago. Exactly. I don't like that. Okay, this this one isn't that bad, to be honest. I think this one's just um, some natural phenomenon. Okay. So it's not super bad. It gets worse. <laughs> I, okay. okay. So we'll be talking about Pluto's gate that's at Hierapolis. Mm-hmm. So it is also known as Plutonian at Hierapolis. So okay. it literally translates to place of Pluto. Okay. So Plutonian just kind of means a religious site that's dedicated to the Greco-Roman god Pluto. So mm-hmm. Pluto is basically a god of death or of hell. That's Lovely. basically it. Yeah. Lovely. So in 2011, a group of archaeologists uncovered the ruins of a circular temp- temple near a cave entrance surrounded by ionic columns. So, basically, Ionic architecture is one of three types of architecture that builders used in ancient Greece. Uh-huh. The other two are Doric and Corinthian, not important. But okay. basically, Ionic um, columns had like a scroll-shaped ornament on the top of the shaft. Okay. So that's what you'll see in like pantheons and stuff. So yeah, okay. the temple was in Hierapolis, which literally means holy city in ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. And it was an ancient Greek city that was located on hot springs. So, um, that place is actually now a volcanic spring resort town called Pamukkale. I don't Very like nice. that they turned it into like a spa. Or... Exactly. <laughs> okay. Alright, so basically this cave entrance was filled with a foul-smelling noxious fume, mm-hmm. like fumes, that inflicted a quick death on any person or beast that entered. Please. So, the Greek historian or geographer Strabo wrote in 24 AD that the space is so full of vapor. Oh, sorry. This space is full of a vapor so misty and dense that one can scarcely see the ground. Any animal that passes inside meets instant death. I threw mm. in sparrows, and they immediately breathed their last and fell. Those poor birds. He just chucked <laughs> so them in. Bye. That, exactly. You would think that 2,000 years later it would be better, but yeah. no. 
when they first discovered the cave, when they found it, it's still. Yeah, when they first discovered the cave, several birds actually tried to get to the opening, and they instantly died. No. Yeah, they were killed by the CO two fumes. I really don't like that. Yeah. So remember the ionic columns I talked about? Mm-hmm. Yes. One of them held a dedication to the gods of the underworld. So Pluto or Cory. I think that's how you pronounce his name, Cory. <laughs> so basically, excavations revealed evidence of a nearby thermal pool and courtyard that would be like a gathering place for priests and visitors seeking prophetic visions or to speak with their dead loved ones. So, according to uh, Francesco Di Andrea, who is a professor of classic archaeology at the University of Salento, the mm-hmm. site was actually famous for rites of incubation. So pilgrims took the water in the pool near the temple, and then they mm-hmm. slept quite near to the cave, and they supposedly received visions and prophecies. So I think uh, they were probably just hallucinating because yeah, they're inhaling CO two. It CO2. was. It was. Yeah, <laughs> Professor Di Andrea said that the visions were. Probably hallucinations because they were breathing up the diluted fumes. Exactly. So, the area where the gate would have been actually has significant levels of carbon dioxide. So it's actually roughly thirty-five percent from the ground. So Mm -hmm. I have a table in front of me that kind of shows like the percentage of carbon dioxide in the air plus the health effects. Mm. So at the lowest, two to three percent is unnoticed at rest, but on exertion there may be marked shortness of breath. So okay. at the highest, it was uh, 25 plus percent. Convulsions mm. occur and rapid loss of consciousness ensues oh after God. a few breaths. Death will occur if levels maintained. Yeah. So remember, it says 35 percent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But however, right? What What's kind of like interesting is that the carbon dioxide only reaches lethal amounts like 40 centimeters from the ground. Oh. That's why the priests only sacrifice animals there. Sometimes humans, but they never die because they're obviously higher than forty、yeah. centimeters. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting though that they knew that, you know, it only reached forty centimeters. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, how did they find that? I like did they just、exactly. send in different yeah, things like, like are you gonna die? How did you、die? figure that out? Exactly.、Mm. So、uh, in twenty thirteen, they found two statues, which is why they started calling it, I think, the gates of hell. One of, okay, so I have, okay, okay. I think it's pronounced Cerberus or Kerberos, depending on who you ask. You know the three-headed guard dog of hell. Oh yes, okay. Yeah, yes. so they found a statue of him and one of a coiled snake. So those are two、oh. symbols of guardians of the underworld, basically.、Lovely. And、uh, Professor D'Andrea said the statue of Cerberus was very scary. <laughs> I'm sure. He was sure. terrified. Yeah. So、uh, it was likely that during fifth century, the cave's entrance was blocked so that the pagan rites couldn't be performed. So at the、mm-hmm. same time, the statues were defaced, probably by Christian pilgrims.、Oh. So during their archaeological digs, they revealed that the healing thermal springs, that are such a feature of the holiday resort town, right, actually originate from quote unquote hell. So Pamukkale springs originate right from the cave. So you're telling me like <laughs> so, people are just bathing in hell water, basically. Exactly. Oh, I love that. And basically, that. the temple surrounding the cave was an important destination for pilgrims seeking healing in the past.、Mm. Yeah. And more interestingly, the local mayor said that 2,500 years ago, people came to this thermal source to recover their health, and after a certain age, they began living here and were buried here when they died. So the ancient city of Hierapolis then became a giant necropolis. 
So basically, the town is above a necropolis. I really, I really dislike that. I very strongly dislike that. And in 1988, Hierapolis Pavlokale was declared a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So millions of tourists still visit there every year. Mm. Yeah. And side I'm note, there's also... Yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. I wouldn't bathe in the place, though. I would just not... be really oh, yeah, scared the whole time, though. Yeah. Also, there is a Plutonian cave of Eleusis. I believe is how you pronounce it in Elefsina, Greece, which is mm-hmm. kind of known to be the entrance from which Persephone used to enter the underworld to visit her hubby Hades. Very fun. So that's fun. Yeah, so what do you think? I mean, I don't really think this seems much like a gates of hell, more of a, like a thermal hot springs thing. You know? I think I mean, it's more creepy that like it's become a tourist attraction yeah. compared yeah, yeah. to like what it used to be, you know, like as in... yeah. I don't right. know, like the fact that some people could be going there just because like, ooh, hot springs, instead of like, yeah, yeah, actually they knowing know. the history behind it and everything. Exactly. Is but it's pretty kind scary. of interesting that it's like, even though they called it like, the gateway to the underworld, it didn't seem like something very scary, because they kind of always referred to it as sacred. So it's mm. not like, seen in a demonic way, which is interesting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Wait, so mm. like, the cave that they found, what did they do with it? Did they like, block it off or anything? It's a... I don't think they blocked it off. I'm not oh. sure. So someone could but... just wander in there and bloop, oh, as in Oh, as in the area? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's blocked off. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that area is blocked off. I'm not really... Because, like, I'm I mean, sure there are going to be some stupid tourists that are like, oh my gosh, why is it blocked of off? Course. Let's check it out. And then... Of course. They just drop dead, basically. Well, that's their problem. <laughs> I mean, yes, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well... I mean, I think they only found it because someone wanted to, like, kind of dig down into, like, the hot springs thing and kind of reroute it. Mm. And that's how they found, like, the source, I guess. So it is, like, a natural thing, right? Like, it's... It is a natural thing, yeah. But it also has strangely high-occurring carbon dioxide percentages, mm. which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that one isn't very scary. The second one, I don't know if you want, if you want to call it scary, but I've actually visited the second one. Oh, I'm so I, okay. it's it's called the Gates of Hell, which is located in Caesarea Philippi, which mm-hmm. is in Israel or Palestine. Okay, mm-hmm. so at the southwestern foothills of Mount Hermon, straddling the border between Syria and Lebanon, mm-hmm. there lies Caesarea Philippi. So it, mm-hmm. it is now an abandoned ancient Roman city. Ooh. So yeah, I visited in 2019. Mm-hmm. And it was really very, very pretty. So it's um, 1,150 feet high, and okay. it's overlooking a very lush valley, and it's super pretty. Oh, There's a lot is that of where orchids. you took pictures as well? Yes, oh. I love that place. It was beautiful. And the easternmost source of the Jordan River is also located here. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like crystal clear streams that you can see flowing through. Oh, well, that's nice. Yes, it's it's nice. And then, so, what's the yeah? So where's the bad part? All right, we will start. So during the Hellenistic period, so that was during three hundred twenty-three to thirty-one BC, the okay. city was originally called Peneus because of its close association with the Greco-Roman god Pan. Not sure if you heard of Pan. He's a little satyr guy. It's a lovely name. 
Yes, it is. And basically, in 2nd BC, one of Herod the Great's sons, Philip, renamed it Caesarea in honor of Emperor Caesar Augustus. I'm sorry, I can't stop thinking of Caesarea, like that horrible restaurant. It's not that bad. I don't like the food. It's not okay, bad, sorry. it's cheap. We will get back <laughs> okay. on topic. Caesarea. Yes, Caesarea. And because his name is Philip, it became mm. known as Caesarea Philippi. Mm. <laughs> yes. Creative. Yes, and in the city, there was once a magnificent temple of white marble that was built by Herod the Great to basically worship Caesar. Yeah, so there was this whole Caesar worshipping thing going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so there was a cave that was immediately north of Caesarea Philippi, and it was said to be the birthplace of Pan. So he is the god of nature, fields, forests, mountain, flocks, shepherds, all those things. And basically, pagan worshippers would make sacrifices to Pan at the mouth of the cave. So that cave is basically what is known as the Gate of Hell. And I visited that place. Oh. Yeah, yeah. so there was like a, a little groove that's a bit higher up where there was like a little temple-looking structure. Okay. So I think that was probably dedicated to Pan. So he, his bottom half is a goat and he oh. has horns. So yeah, so he's a satyr, I think. Pretty much a satyr. Yeah. Wait, is it, Anyways, isn't it called a Pan. centaur? No, centaurs are a uh, half horse. Ah, oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking of the centaur from Narnia. When you said the goat thing, I don't know yes, why. Yes, 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 yes. He yes, popped up yes. in my head. But yes, goat. Right, not horse. Right. Yes. Okay. okay. So he was basically like the god of nature, shepherds, but he is often affiliated with sex because he was also connected to fertility and spring. Lovely. So, fun etymology fact, because I love linguistics, mm -hmm. uh, the word panic actually originated from pan. Yeah, oh. so it originated from the Greek word panikos, which literally means of pan. So mm -hmm. it was basically derived from pan's tendency to shout very loudly when he was awakened from his nap and it would cause flocks to stampede. That's amazing, so, honestly. Basically, yeah, his pan? tendency to make... Me too. Pan, yeah. Mm -hmm. He made mysterious sounds. <laughs> mysterious and it sounds? Yeah, and it caused contagious groundless fear in people. So I that's where panic that. comes from. I, yes. like, I like that the word panic came from a nap. Like, that's just... Okay, I don't think it came from a nap. I mean, that's like a bit of a stretch. Like from waking up from a nap. I guess. I mean, you wouldn't shout loudly when you're awakened well, from a nap. I, I would. Mm. Yes. Well... That's interesting. <laughs> How lovely. Maybe I'm pen so, secretly. That's not that's not a good thing. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing, goat man. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Anyways, Caesarea Philippi stood only 25 miles away from religious communities of Galilee. But this city's religious practices were very different from those of the nearby Jewish towns. Mm. So we're going to go a bit into uh Old Testament kind of thing in the Bible okay. or in uh, Judaism. So basically in Old Testament times, the northeastern area of Israel or Palestine became a center for Baal. So uh, it's either pronounced Baal or Baal, but I'm gonna say Baal. 
Oh, with so, an L. I was thinking Pao, like Chasu Pao. No, like B A A L. B A A L. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, they're kind of fertility gods. Mm-hmm. So God uh, Baal was a god that's worshipped in many ancient Middle Eastern communities, especially among the Canaanites, who mm. apparently considered him a fertility deity and one of the most important gods in their pantheon. So, mm. uh, uh, Baal is a common noun. Uh, for semitics and it's it means a lot of things basically it doesn't only mean like that specific thing because mm-hmm. uh most people take it to mean owner or lord but okay. it could mean a lot of things yeah so anyways Baal designated was just a de- designated god of fertility and in that capacity his title was many things he was prince lord of the earth he was also called lord of the rain and dew and in Ugaritic and lord Hebrew of the okay sorry no <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. And in Ugaritic and Hebrew, Baal's epithet as the storm god was he who rides on the clouds. And Ooh. in Phoenician, he was called Baal Shaman, Lord of the Heavens. Yeah. Lovely. So basically, it was kind of like a fertility god. So eventually, worship of the Baals kind of were replaced by worship of Greek fertility gods. Mm. So that's how kind of Pan came about. So, biblically mm-hmm. speaking, this region is actually referred to in the Old Testament by the name Balgad, which literally meant Master Luck, which was the name of a god of fortune that later on, in some cases, have been identified with Pan. So, a little okay. bit of relation. Yeah. So, interesting fact about Caesarea Philippi's location was that it stood at the base of a cliff where spring water flowed from. Mm-hmm. So, at one time, the water actually ran directly from the mouth of the cave. So, Right now, like, as in when I went that time, the cave was, like, dry. (laughs) As in spring water didn't come from the cave anymore, but it used to. Mm -hmm. So, to the pagans, caves were basically entrances to the underworld. And to them, fertility gods kind of stayed in those caves during the winter, and they returned to Earth every spring. And they they saw water as... Yes, they do hibernate. (laughs) And they saw water as a symbol of the underworld. So they thought that their gods traveled... um, to and fro these worlds through caves. Mm. So, basically, to the pagan mind, the cave and the spring water at Caesarea Philippi kind of created a portal of sorts to the underworld. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is where it gets a bit yucky. So, in order to entice the return of their god Pan each spring, the people of Caesarea Philippi engaged in deeds, including uh, prostitution and sexual interaction between humans and goats. Uh? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the bestiality, oh, I just my mind. please. <laughs> Not the bestiality. But, uh, yeah. But that's a bit... That's that's interesting. Just to be like, hey, so, we are making one of you or something. I don't know. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> why are we, why okay, did they, anyways. Why did they think that that was a good idea? <laughs> I mean... Okay, I didn't actually research much about, like, the pagan practices, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there is a reason for this, but I'm not really mm-hmm. <laughs> intrigued in discovering more. But, um, mm-hmm. anyways, this place actually holds huge Christian significance. So, going a bit into Bible lore. So, shortly before Christ's final journey to Jerusalem, where he was to be crucified, mm-hmm. upon entering the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? So, um, it's very significant that he asked this immensely profound question here because um, this was an area that was filled with temples of a lot of ancient Syrian Baal worship. Mm. 
So historians have actually identified at least 14 such temples in just this one area alone. Mm-hmm. And David Padfield, who is an evangelist, he actually gave a sermon about it, and he said, Jesus was standing on a road in an area littered with the temples of the Syrian gods, a place where the Greek gods looked down, a place where the most important river in Judaism sprang to life, a place where the white marble splendor of the home of Caesar worship dominated the landscape. And here, of all places, he stands and asks men who they believe him to be. Mm. So it's very loaded. Yeah, it's very loaded. And if you know that very popular verse about Peter and the rock and the church, it was actually said here. Mm. So it was in Caesarea Philippi where Jesus says, uh, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So mm. notice how he literally said gates of hell, and he was standing mm. right next to what is known as the gate of hell. So mm. yeah, I thought that that was actually really interesting and really cool. And apparently, because I went to visit Israel or Palestine twice mm-hmm. before, and apparently both times we visited this place, and both times the guide mentioned this part, but I do not remember and I have no recollection of it. <laughs> I, I just wasn't paying attention. Good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So, uh, sorry for trailing into biblical lore. It's kind of sermonizing for a bit. <laughs> but uh, Caesarea Philippi is very significant religiously and it's actually it's mentioned quite importantly in the Bible and everywhere that I researched mentioned this. So, I thought mm-hmm. I would just put it down for full context. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what are your thoughts about uh, Mr. Pan and the gates of hell? <laughs> I, well, obviously the most disturbing part it's really very well, disturbing. Let's not <laughs> focus on the bestiality. But, um, I don't know. I feel like, um, what was I gonna say? I don't know, more of like, I guess a question I would have is like, mm. has th- did this one have any, apart from like the belief that caves were portals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. were there, mm-hmm. and apart from, all the things that they did to try and lure Pen back. Like, like you know, like, the other cave had, like, literal animals dying in it and stuff like that. Like, were there yeah. any, mm-hmm. I don't know, signs that showed that it was more of a gate to hell? Or, I don't know. I don't think so. And to be honest, right, like, because this one, you can actually walk really, really close to it. Like, you can go right up to the entrance. Mm. And it's like, I mean, obviously there's like a barrier and stuff, but there isn't actually, it doesn't seem like something that's super deep, but I think it's just because it's like the front. You know, like in caves, sometimes there's mm-hmm. like, it kind of gets smaller and smaller. Yeah. So we could only see like the big front part and there wasn't really any, any like sign that, yeah, because <laughs> sign like, of I don't know, demonic activity, I, like I guess. This, one, this one's kind of like, I could just choose a random cave and be like, yeah, that's the gate mm. to hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I yeah. feel like, I feel like in, like, in, like, the Greco-Roman world, like, for Greeks and Romans, I don't think they thought of hell as something demonic, mm. you know? Like, the, like, the next one that we're talking about is far scarier because it's more Christian, I think. Uh, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like, because, you know, like, a lot of Greek myths, they always talk about, like, being able to go down to hell, come back from hell, <laughs> and like they just travel back and forth, like they're just going to different countries, and I feel like they don't really find hell something scary. I don't think they mm. think of it as like a place of eternal damnation, you know. It's just like an so, underworld to visit. Yeah, it's kind like just thing. A, an underworld exactly, and it's like yeah. I think the only thing about it is just that it's a place for pagan worship. Mm. I think that's pretty much it. It's a very beautiful place, though. 
the area that it's in is really very pretty. Mm. I think that makes it scarier yeah. to me. As in, like, when it's so pretty, but then you know the history behind it. I don't know. Mm. I think that's interesting, though. It's always yeah. good to know the history behind the places. Yeah. So we're on to the last one. This one's a bit scary, I guess. Mm, yeah, I love scary So it's, uh, yeah, we're talking about Hos- Hoska Castle in Czech Republic. Maybe castle? you've seen it. Yeah, it's a castle. Okay. It's not a big castle. It's a small castle, though. So, okay. uh, 47 kilometers north of Prague in the Czech Republic Stop. stands an early Gothic castle. I've been to Prague Why? before. <laughs> I went to you Prague should have in, visited like, this place. School. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't think. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have brought us uh, there. But I, the only thing I remember is going to like. I don't even know if it was a cathedral or something. It was just like a mm. really big and scary building. That's all I remember. But I'm pretty you sure could, they wouldn't bring us. You can actually us, go here. I'm pretty no, sure you can they go here. Like it's a there's a day trip. Children to. <laughs> Uh, there are day trips that just go hell, here. So. Uh, I mean, okay. Well, basically it was not. built in the 13th century. Mm-hmm. So what would you usually think a castle is for? For royalty. Like just off the top of your head. Royalty. Or what, what would you do in a castle, I guess? I don't know. Honestly, what do people do in castles? Like they're so big and I mean, I guess live in there. Like I've, I've <laughs> yeah. visited castles before, like in the UK, I think. Right. Um, and like usually you know it's just the kind of place that you just go there and look at the sites because they're pretty tall and you just look yep. over and see like ooh trees and grass basically yeah and so I guess if it's you just live like in a castle I feel like it's big place it's just a, it's just the same as living in a house it's just bigger yeah just housing right basically yeah mm-hmm. I mean I guess sometimes they kind of work as protection because of like the high walls That's true. and stuff and like yeah. some of them have like gates yeah, so basically this castle, Miss Hoska Castle, is very small. Seems mm-hmm. kind of normal, even plain. It's not really pretty if you look at mm-hmm. any photos. But mm-hmm. upon closer inspection, you actually start to notice something quite strange. So the most apparent one is that most of the windows in the castle are actually fake. So oh. they're just glass panels in front of wall. So there's oh. basically pretty much no windows yep and also the castle has no fortifications no water source no kitchens and for years after it was built it was built actually no one stayed in there oh and also the location is very weird it is situated in a remote area surrounded by thick forests swamps and mountains and it has no strategic value and is not situated near any trading routes so it's basically just like a random castle just plops and there's exactly. nothing you can't even live there as well exactly and the strangest feature perhaps in my opinion at least is that the fortifications that the castle has actually face inwards rather than outwards so mm. perhaps this is one of the reasons why people believe the castle was built to keep something in instead of keep people yeah, out sounds like a prison honestly mm-hmm. so according to local legend Hoska, Hoska I keep saying Hoska like every time I read it I keep saying Hoska but I know it's pronounced Hoska I'm so sorry <laughs> so Hoska castle was actually constructed over a very large hole in the ground that was seemingly bottomless so it was what was known as the gateway to hell so legend has it that half animal half human creatures used to crawl out of the pit at night and that black winged creatures used to attack locals and drag them down into the hole winged creatures like a bat Mm. perhaps large bats (laughs) and they just call it a black winged creature to make it sound scarier demons and they dragged locals down into the hole 
oh okay that that's scary. scary that is scary. exactly so uh it is said that the chapel in the castle was built directly above the hole so okay. you can't see the hole today obviously but they said that yeah it is said that the chapel is built above the hole so interestingly enough the chapel is dedicated to saint michael the archangel so in the book of revelations he is the one who leads the fight against satan and in catholic traditions and writings he is the defender of the church and chief opponent of the devil hmm. so haha etymology the word archangel <laughs> comes from the greek words archi or arche which means prince and angelo meaning messenger so hmm. michael his name means who is like God? The rhetorical question, who is like God? Mm. And within the hierarchy of angels, at the highest level, St. Michael is a princely seraph who is an angel of supreme power and he's the leader of God's army, basically. Mm. So some people say that this might mean that St. Michael occupies a position that was once held by Lucifer uh, ever since he was <laughs> booted down <laughs> into mm. down there. Yeah, so the hierarchy and description of angels, super, super convoluted, 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 and in my opinion, very interesting. So if you want to know more, I would love to go into angelology. I really think this is super interesting. And anyways, in Roman Catholicism, St. Michael has four roles, but in relation to our topic today, we will only talk about the first role. So he's the enemy of Satan, basically, and the fallen angels. So he will. He has defeated Satan and booted him down from heaven. That's the first time he beats Satan, and the second time will be in Revelations at the final battle. That whole mm. thing. So I suppose it is quite fitting that you put a chapel that's dedicated to Saint Michael above what is thought as the literal entrance to hell. Mm. And basically, in the chapel, there are a few Gothic frescoes on the wall that just depict Saint Michael battling a dragon, and another one of him with a small devil tied up at the end of a pole and most paintings okay. are basically yeah of demons and dragons being slain so the mm. dragon is usually a metaphorical representation of satan right um. but strangely enough there's actually a painting that people have been talking about which is like it was a painting of a left-handed female centaur so that's the half horse one okay that's aiming a bow at a human so it's very strange to see that in a church especially in a place like that and basically the images of like a centaur human archer or even a left-handed person are extremely rare in christian settings and they were probably seen as references to pagan mythology so at that time left-handedness was associated with service to satan so what? uh yeah people who are left-handed yeah I'm basically the left hand was associated with satan because you know right means right left means not wrong right. <laughs> i don't know anyways it's so weird yeah like, can you imagine weird, being right? born left-handed and immediately everyone hates you just because you're it not is left-handed. though i feel like that was a thing like when people were born left-handed because you know like people in the past anything mm-hmm. that isn't like normal they would think oh devil yeah, demon pretty much. witch <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they they probably forced a lot of left-handed people to be right-handed you know like from birth yeah so they wouldn't be thought of as a witch like i'm pretty sure like you know anne boleyn like one of the wives of henry the eighth was it sixth henry the eighth eighth yeah i think they said that she had like a large mole or something or like a large like birthmark mm-hmm. that apparently was a sign that she was of the devil oh i see and apparently she had either she either had like one extra finger 
or like oh. one less finger. Oh. <laughs> so obviously it's like just a birth defect, right? But everyone yeah. was like, demon, witch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, this kind of shish. What I want to know is if they dug a hole in the ground, would we be able to find the hole? Like, you mean like go outside and then dig it in? Like, I don't know. Like, no, can you, because you said they, they built it over the hole, right? Mm. So was the hole smaller than or bigger than the castle? Oh, it's smaller, it's smaller than. Yeah, so like, it's they, smaller. Should, they should like, maybe they could dig Why? one room up and then you'd find the hole. I don't know, I just want to know about the hole. I want to know if it's really endless. <laughs> right, same. Like, I don't think it's, I mean, actually like, I wouldn't know. Okay, I w- I don't want to say it's impossible that it's an endless hole, but like, you know, it would maybe be it comes out the other just, side like, of the world. <laughs> please, just like on the opposite end, suddenly. Yeah, just like a digging. You, you thing. drop like a, I don't know, a stick or something. Suddenly, a stick comes flying out the ground. Yeah, like wait, how does gravity work in that sense? Yeah, I honestly like, have no idea. Right. But is yeah. it? Yeah. Anyways, pretty sure. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure. You would hit some kind of sediment before you can even go through to the other right? side. So, bottomless Like hole, Earth's core, eh? right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so basically, when the construction of the castle began, it is said that village prisoners who were given death sentences would be offered pardons if they agreed to be lowered by a rope and a harness into the hole and oh then report gosh. back what they saw. Mm. So, so basically, a young man... Oh yeah, this is why it's scary. Because a young man volunteered, okay? okay? And a few seconds after he disappeared into the hole, it's like a few seconds only, he started mm-hmm. screaming and begging to be pulled up. So according to legend, when he was resurfaced, he looked like he aged 30 years. His hair turned white, his face was wrinkly, and he was still screaming and babbling incoherently. And he was so traumatized and disturbed by the experience that he was sent to an insane asylum where he died two days later. Oh my. Two days yeah, needless later. to say, yep. Mm, oh needless Lord. to say, no one else volunteered. So, so he didn't even, reportedly, he couldn't even tell them what he saw. Exactly. That's why people believe that this was the entrance to hell because there was so much horror. And mm. like, anyways, after this incident, the hole was covered up with the chapel. But it was said that for centuries after, people still claimed to hear the wailing of demons at night through the stone floor. Uh, yeah. Wait, so they just like and built right covered on top it up. of the hole. They didn't even like f- yeah, try to fill it with anything, right? I think I'm not sure. Like they just said that they just built it right on top of the hole. Cause I mean, like they think it's bottomless, right? So what would be the point of throwing down stones to block up the hole? Yeah, well, but anyways, like, cause I guess you just imagine they just mm. put a big slab of concrete on top just to like <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Just to cover it up. It's kind of funny, but okay. Imagine they're like, oh, demons can't go through concrete. Yeah, exactly. You're stuck down there forever exactly. now. Exactly. Like, where's yeah. the logic? Exactly. But I think because at that time, they still believe that, like, because it's a holy sanctuary, that it mm-hmm. could probably stop, right. you know, evil. That's why they built it over it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Hoska Castle actually stood empty for many, many years throughout its existence. Mm-hmm. But it was also the headquarters for some, some horrible things. So we will be talking about two. The first horrible thing is during the Thirty Years' War. This is kind of funny, to be honest. I think it's kind of funny. Okay. So during the Thirty Years' War, uh, Hoska fell under the control of the Swedish army. So the Swedish commander Oronto was a horrible man, and uh-huh. he led his men. He, he led his men to plunder the surrounding countryside, and was also rumored to practice 
sexual assault as a sport. As a sport? Yes, he was a bad man. Yeah, like for fun. Oh He's my god. He's a bad god. man, yeah. Okay. So he was based in the castle for a while, and it was rumored that he was aware of a source of power underneath the castle, so he conducted a number of rituals in order to try and achieve immortality. So his wow. spells that included animal sacrifice were mm. clearly not successful, because this is the funny part, I'm sorry, because the locals got really angry at what he was doing, so they uh-huh. offered a reward to whoever would kill him, and then two local huntsmen shot him through a window, and he died <laughs> in a main hall. I'm sorry. Wait, in the castle, or what? They were outside, and they shot him through a window, and he died in the main hall of the castle. Wait, yeah. I thought you said that the castle had almost no windows, or there was like a few real windows. Uh, there were like real windows like some they said most of the windows uh, were fake the higher okay. up ones were fake yeah okay. so yeah it is said that his ghost still wanders the castle in anger <laughs> this was funny i'm sorry i found this funny okay next is not so funny so in the 1930s what was something that was very important that was happening don't ask me i'm not a history student oh gosh okay anyways world war Two. <laughs> so basically um. uh the german SS, the Nazis occupied the castle during the Nazi occupation of Czechoslovakia. I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were numerous myths about their supposed occult activities. So oh. one concerns Heinrich Himmler's occult library. So Himmler was a Nazi chief obsessed with Germanic pagan lore and he led an operation whose main goal was basically to con- collect as many books on witchcraft, the supernatural, and the occult as possible. So it is said that his collection held more than 13,000 such books and manuscripts and a number of them were said to have been transported to the Hauska castle while they were still there. And basically he believed that the power of the occult would help the Nazis rule the world. Oh. So, yeah. And basically Himmler is in fact credited as a founder of esoteric Hitlerism also known as esoteric Nazism or fascism, which is any number of mystical interpretations of Nazism, which has since developed into new religious movements, which you may have heard of, uh, i.e. white nationalism, neo-Nazism, so those things, yeah. And there's, this is, this is weird, this is dumb, I don't know. There's a common belief among like believers of esoteric Hitlerism that uh, factions of the SS still survive, and Hitler escaped, you know, like, he, he died, right, in World War yeah. II. Mm-hmm. So basically, they conspired that there, uh, he didn't actually die. So he escaped, along with a few of the higher-up SS members, and they went to an underground base in Antarctica. So that the Nazis still survive there today. So it's literally a whole conspiracy theory. It literally, it literally mentions Agartha, which is hollow earth theory, which is a whole other thing, which is basically the belief that there is some like perfect heaven on earth kingdom at earth's core. So there's, oh. a, there's like a place in earth's core, and that's where people believe that's where Hitler's hiding. I see. So, yeah, it's a whole conspiracy theory, but anyways, it is said that a number of top officials in the Nazi army, including Hitler, attended ceremonies intended to tap into the occult power. So many of mm. the ceremonies were said to have taken place at Hoska Castle which they specifically chose in order to try and harness the quote-unquote power of hell. So, that's interesting. And anyways, the locals at the time said that they saw strange lights, they heard Mm. strange sounds, and were aware of experiments taking place in the castle. So it is unknown what they were doing since, like, all documentation 
have been destroyed, mm-hmm. but some of the theories include conducting experiments for paranormal weapons or a breeding farm for the Nazis' master race. What? So that, yeah, yeah, they were trying to make Aryan people. Yeah. Um, also, I think they had like prisoners of war there that they were torturing. I think that's Lord. that's a thing too. Yeah. And anyways, um, nowadays tourists can visit the castle during a day trip from Prague. So How there exciting. are various historical and ghost-themed tours available. It remains a paranormal site that continues to be visited by experts and fans of the occult, paranormal, and UFOs alike. Mm. So to this day, people still claim to hear wailing and scratching from the stone floors of the chapel. So could this be the ghost of the tortured prisoners? The demons trying to break out from underneath the pit? What do you believe? I don't like that. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think ghosts? I do. I mean, they're definitely real. Okay, I feel like... I don't know, I'm always very conflicted. Because, like, I feel like once I believe in it, like, fully believe in it, Mm. I'm going to be freaked out all the time. Because, like... The thing is, like, yeah... I I definitely don't don't doubt that there's a possibility that they exist, but Mm. I never, like, consciously think about it, you know what I mean? Right. I get it, because you don't want to, like, freak yourself out, right? Yeah, imagine walking through, like, a cemetery or something. Yeah. Oh my god. As in, the thing is, like, I believe ghosts are real, but I don't think there are bad ghosts. Mm. Like, I believe that ghosts, like, in and of itself, they're just kind of, maybe just people that want to, haven't, like, haven't finished whatever they wanted to do on Earth. Like, I don't think, yeah. like, you know, bad experiences, like, when people say that there are haunted houses and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think those are ghosts, I think those are demons. I really don't uh, think ghosts are bad because they are still humans if you think about it. Yeah, they're because just spirits of you humans. You see the way that ghosts are like portrayed in Exactly. Not just media, like even in like reality um, research programs and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. it's always like, Oh, I'm going to this haunted house and there's this ghost who's trying to kill me. Yeah. Um, like but most of the like, time yeah. when you see those people that actually they try they do those like um, what are they? I don't know what they're called, but they use those like the stick summoning things. We, oh, the the electro, electronic thing, right? Yeah, they like Is use it? these yeah. rods and stuff like that to communicate mm-hmm. with the spirits and stuff. And like most of the time, you realize it's mostly just people that are either lonely or like ghosts. Yeah. I mean, that are lonely. Yeah. Or yeah. they, you know, they are waiting for something. That kind of yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. Usually not because they want to cause harm. However, I do feel like. The whole thing about like if you can hear ghosts screaming, I ah, I don't like that. That yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, I think the thing is that like generally I don't believe ghosts have the power to disrupt things. I think mm. that because ghosts are really just humans, right? They're literally yeah. just like spirits of humans. I don't think they can cause this much disruption. All those like haunted houses, those weird things flying around everywhere. I genuinely think those are demons. I do not think they're ghosts. That's why I'm. I don't think I'm scared. I'm not scared of ghosts. I'm sure mm. ghosts exist. I'm really not scared of ghosts. I am scared of demons, though. I see. Them shit's scary. I don't know. I always, I always don't. I don't even put myself in situations that I could even come right. across anything. Like I don't go for Halloween horror nights. I go for none of that stuff. Like I don't watch <laughs> horror movies. I'm just no, thank you. That's I'd good. rather. I mean, you don't have to ignorance is bliss, out. you know. Like I'd yeah. rather not know and not be yeah, scared you don't of have everything. To out, yeah. <laughs> But I think what's interesting though is that like Christians or like Catholics, Catholics and Christians are like, you know, it's like the whole belief of like, you believe in heaven, you believe in hell, right? Mm. And it's like, if you believe in hell, you have to believe in demons. 
but there are a lot of Christians or Catholics that actually don't believe in demons or they rather not talk about the existence of demons and I feel like that's kind of interesting like, I feel like as in okay not to have a religious talk right now guys mm, sorry sorry but like how I feel like the whole like not just the hell thing right the whole thing about believing in a religion is like for mm-hmm. example in Christianity we understand that there is the concept of sinning okay Yep. And obviously, sinning is something hap- that happens because of, well, technically, you could say that it's our own human influence, but it would be more of like a demonic influence, if you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a negative influence. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, um, like, if we were completely blank slates, we wouldn't be doing, we wouldn't be committing sin, we would just be existing, if you know what I'm trying to say. So, mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it's weird that there are people that just are like, yeah, no, they don't exist. They're like, oh, uh, have you guys not seen people getting like possessed and stuff like that, and like having to? Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, having yeah. to go okay. through exactly. The... Um, a few days ago, I was actually watching. I don't. You know, I watch really weird things on YouTube. Uh, like okay. I watch them as like background sounds because mm-hmm. I'll do other things and I'll listen to like stuff. So I love to watch like conspiracy theory videos and stuff yeah, like that. Same. And like recently I was watching this interview with like a Catholic um, exorcist. Ah, uh, okay. So basically he was saying that yeah, a lot of people, like even high up Catholic fathers and bishops, some of them mm-hmm. don't believe in like demon possession. And what do they, they think? Don't They're believe, just pretending? Yeah. And like they don't believe in the need for an exorcist. Like they will just believe that, oh, these people are schizophrenic or they have mental illnesses and they need to go to a mental institute and he's saying that this is like a very dangerous thing to do because mm. you don't know like what if it's not mental illness what if yeah, she was really she was really exactly but on the on the flip side it's also like what if instead of saying that this person like maybe this person really has a mental illness mm-hmm. and the church immediately condemns them as being possessed by demons that's also another bad thing sure. so it is a very touchy subject it has to be um, approached with caution mm. but I don't know, I mean, I don't think that there's anything to disprove that there are ghosts, anything to disprove that there are demons, I definitely think they exist. Mm. And yeah, I mean, you don't have to psych yourself out, there's no reason to, it's just fun to think about sometimes, I guess. please. Maybe for you, not for me, but okay. (laughs) Jesus protects me, baby. Okay. I am I'm protected sure, I mean, by the he power does. of Christ. I agree that he does, he does. but Amen. <laughs> I'd rather just not think, think about, about it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. about it. I feel like, you know, like, there's this whole um, talk about, like, when you think about these things, you open your mind up to it. So it's uh, like, they can come in easier. That's scary. You just did that to me. Now you just did that to I'm me. I'm sorry. I did that to all of you listening, too. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. They can't come in without without um what's that what's that word permission um they can't come in without permission sure amanda that's how demons work they're like it's okay jesus protects you can i (laughs) hey can i (laughs) no yeah just say no just say satan want to possess you say no yeah just say no guys not today and you'll be fine oh this reminds me of the hillsong song not today (laughs) there's a literal song called not today by hillsong it's not bad interesting pretty good pretty good so yeah this was fun if you guys like this <laughs> gateways to comment hell. well i mean there are fun things to talk about i wanted to talk more there's a lot of lore and this kind of thing but i feel like it'd be too <laughs> too in-depth 
mm. for no reason. I am slightly terrified because I feel like the all of the gateways, I guess, are in pretty... Mm. Okay, I'm not going to say unexpected, but they're in like easily accessible areas you know what i yes. mean they're not like yep. hidden somewhere far away okay maybe the prague one the the czech republic one it's hidden but it's literally a tourist attraction you know what i'm saying mm, like it is like all of them are becoming tourist attractions or like yeah very easily accessible by the public and i don't know you know i just wonder what happens if one day someone accidentally you know un- opens something up or you know yeah i mean it's like Will human curiosity be the end of us? Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. To be honest. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting though. I think it's I think it's interesting that there are so many so-called gateways to hell on Earth. Mm. I don't There's like another it. one in China, by the way. I wanted to talk about it. And it's it's I think that's a bit creepy because it's it's in something called Feng 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 Tu. I think. It's called Ghost City, where like the entire city is modeled after the buddhist version of uh, the buddhist idea of di which is basically chinese hell so yeah and they have like yeah and they have this um gate a literal gate to hell and basically it's 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 you know the three gorges dam in china that they're building apparently when they finish constructing it um this ghost city is going to be an island so basically it's going to flood the whole city so everything's going to be underwater except the gate to hell I don't like that. Like, I really that's, don't that, like that. That's, that creeps me out. That actually creeps me out. It's like a Hopper Villa, but, but like, real-life Hopper Villa. Yeah! Hopper Villa, but, like, scarier. Anyways, Hopper Villa, go and visit it. It's quite pretty. No, I don't like it. We went there before go into together, the... but I didn't go into that thing either. It's, I just walked I wanted around, to go in. I'm I wanted too to go in, to but go I forgot. In. Like, I think I'll pee myself. Yeah. The statues are scary yeah. enough for me. Honestly, oh, there's a statue why, of an why old do we, man. Why does why do we have that? Chinese religious freedom. I don't but know. I don't know what's. Okay. I actually don't know. I don't know why we have that. I remember like. Anyways, there's my like, mom yeah. used to threaten me last time. She would be like, "If you don't do well, I'm gonna bring you to Hopa Villa." I'm like, "No, <laughs> please no." Okay, like, why? Why did we decide to have our photo shoot there? You don't ask oh. me. No, because we wanted to go to uh, Japanese gardens, I think, but it was under construction. So the next so the best closest. option for them. Yeah, because we were we were going for like a Chinese kind of themed. Yeah, there there isn't really big Chinese themed places, right? We wanted like a Chinese themed place, and someone was like, "Oh, Hopper Villa." I was like, "Oh, sure." <laughs> Anyways, Anyways yes. yeah. <laughs> very fun, very cool. I, I I don't know about fun and cool. Maybe like scary and dangerous, but okay. <laughs> I think lucky I will be for you, I didn't do a them. cannibalism episode today. Please don't. I you know I really I love true crime, but anytime it's a case about cannibalism, I get so uncomfortable. Like I literally am always like holding myself, because like you know when they talk about like whichever part is getting eaten or whatever, I'm always like holding that part like oh. Why? Why would you do that? No, like, that's how I feel about blood as well and, like, cuts. When I see injuries, uh. I can't stand it because, like, I'll just imagine it on myself. What? I don't know what it is. It's really weird. Then that I is g- a horrible thing that you have. 
Yeah, exactly. I don't do it on purpose. Obviously, I wouldn't do it on purpose. If Obviously, I, yeah. If I if I didn't have that, I would be a STEM student, okay? And I would be Please. trying to do medicine. Oh my god. However, Same. I'm terrified of blood and I cannot. So I'm oh. psychology. Oh, by the way, guys, so we are both close. We are both oh, uh, yeah, going to be stuck both. together <laughs> for the next four years, or Yay. even more. Yeah, we're same school, stuck together same, same course, school, same course, <laughs> same major. <laughs> so, um, yes. Lucky us. Hopefully, we'll be having better, like more educational yes. analysis, analysis of like Analyses. every topic that we talk about. Um, once we start yeah. school in a few months, because for now, honestly, you know when you were talking this whole thing, my brain was like. Half of it was like, wow, I haven't received so much information in so long. Because, like, the last time I've actually actively received <laughs> right. information was probably, like, more than one year ago when we were actually learning stuff for mm-hmm. A-levels, you know? But, yeah. like, yeah, I was... I was I've, so... I'm sorry. Oh. I feel like I went very overboard. But I was so excited to research that I just went, like... <laughs> no, I don't think it was like, overboard. I think it was, like, depth. normal. But, like, I think my brain is just... It's kind of, like, right. repelling information. Like, I would pick up bits of it yeah, you just and then blank some out, of yeah. it is just went out the other ear anyways yeah, I get it. sorry for rambling yeah. guys um thank you Amanda for sharing about your gateways you. of hell mm-hmm. um lovely what a lovely topic uh, if you guys have other topics that you want us to talk about I think someone did comment about the Mendez brothers Mendez brothers yeah case um which I've heard about um I don't know whether we'll do like a full deep dive because it's technically now it's open again right so yeah um, yeah yeah so like yeah if you guys have stuff that you want us to cover comment it or dm us and we'll try our best yep uh to cover them during our autumn episodes um of course yes. if you want more like school-based um etc episodes for our other seasons we can do those too um yes. but yes hopefully you guys enjoyed we this episode research. and learned something new Maybe don't Yay. use this in your essays in school, but you know. I mean, you could if you want to do a TED talk on it. Something to fun. think about. Something to think about. Um, I mean, come on! I did my TED talk on serial killers. I well, I didn't even get to give mine, guys. I was gonna give a talk on TikTok. I'm oh. not even kidding. But oh, I was gonna give mine on. What was I gonna give mine on? Oh, um, love heart, love love heart, love crafts. Why did I say love heart? Lovecraft. Oh my god, Lovecraftian universe. Okay, we, we should talk about that. So I will topic. talk about that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So okay, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> thank okay. you for now listening. We're really in. Done. Now we're really done. Okay, thank yes, you. Yes, goodbye. See you next thank week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you for staying with us at the Four Seasons Hotel. See you next Friday.